0: All right, it's working. All right, this is Will at Schedule Fly, and I am here at Wooden Robot Brewery in Charlotte, North Carolina, my home, uh, with Zena Irving, who is the GM here. And um, she's got a cool coffee cup that says, Embrace the moment. <laughs> is that a life philosophy?
1: Uh, it feels like it. I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, this is just, I mean, this is a random coffee. My other coffee cup, the other one says, uh, it, probably beer so it usually goes to depending on the time of the day (laughs) I
0: hear you I hear you I hear you uh so uh so tell me about yourself how long have you been a part of the this awesome world of hospitality
1: um hospitality I've been in for about 16 years now oh wow yeah I started off in Orlando Florida you know the whole the whole deal of um of hospitality my family's background is at uh Disney so I saw a lot of that growing up um and worked all uh, all different kinds of places um, in Orlando. And then I moved to Charlotte in 2007. 2007? Yeah. And uh,
0: what have you been doing here since? How, how long have you been at Wooden Robot? Since day one. Since day one. And how many years has that been now?
1: Uh, so we'll be approaching our fourth year. Fourth year? Uh, this year. July.
0: Okay and how'd you get connected with these folks?
1: Uh, I was uh, I opened up a couple of different places and then I worked in the South End area and I got into craft beer just kind of happenstance it just was starting to um, really start popping up in little places around town and and it seemed like a really cool thing to get into and so I just found the right people and then really discovered I I loved the community um, that surrounded it. Um, so then, uh, with that happening, you go to these different beer groups and what have you, and uh, and I connected with a couple different people, and they were they knew the guys that were opening Wooden Robot, uh, Dan and Josh, and they needed a little bit of hospitality help, so they asked me to come on board. So I was one of the first hired bartenders here, actually.
0: One of the first hired bartenders. Mm-hmm. And what what was the backstory of Wooden Robot?
1: uh so it's kind of interesting how it relates um both dan and josh uh grew up in florida so we're all floridians we're all about a month apart in age but oh we gosh. never knew each other okay um dan and josh grew up down there and dan was brewing for swamp head um and then both of them decided to move to charlotte uh At that time, Josh was working for Bank of America, but he was also a home brewer previous. So they had that in common together. Uh, And then they decided they just wanted to open up their own business. And uh, then they tossed around the names. Everybody always asks about the name Wooden Robot. It's a little peculiar. And uh, it's kind of a mouthful sometimes. Uh, But they wanted the idea of... um, the the older like the historic version of brewing Belgian style which is you know all the wooden bats and all of that but then the innovative style of um, modern technology so that's more of the robot so there's the creativity the tradition um, and then the evolution oh that's cool yeah so once you actually find out what the name is about it makes a lot more sense you're like oh okay that's fitting
0: yeah I mean I always wondered that too I've, I've heard of wooden robot for a lot of great things wooden robot folks that are listening has a f- you have a phenomenal reputation as you know here and you often So many great things, and in fact, I was at um, a couple months ago. I was in Durham interviewing Sean Lily Wilson at Full Steam Brewery, and he, you know, knowing I was from Charlotte, asked about Wooden Robot and said he's, you know, real, real fond of your work. And uh, so, you all, I mean, there's a lot of breweries here now, but you're you're really standing out in a lot of ways. Yeah,
1: I was, um, I was, I was really happy with. The fact that I got asked to come work here because I was like if the beer isn't good I hadn't tried the beer before I got hired I was like if the beer isn't good I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a hard time and then I ended up like learning so much from Dan and Josh and being really really impressed with uh their commitment to excellence back there I mean they, they really work hard and, and it shows and they're very much into learning as much as possible and trying new things so I I really appreciate that for sure
0: yeah yeah well I mean tell me about I mean there, there are a lot of breweries here there's a lot of breweries in a lot of places now so there's a lot of them here in Charlotte um, talk about what what separates Wooden Robot.
1: Um, we're we're committed to following through on some of, like our core values, like being um, being intentional with what we brew. Um, for you know, I'm, of course, I'm not in the production team, but we're all on the same team, and I'm going to speak for them for you know this portion. But if if they don't believe it's a good beer, they don't want to put it out, and they'll dump it. And, uh, and I really, really respect that because there's a lot of work and time and energy that goes back into making that product. And then to kind of like dump your child down the drain, so to speak, you know what I mean? Um, that, that takes a lot of, uh, a lot of commitment and, and integrity and, uh, and they want to try all these different, uh, styles all the time. So we've brewed over 600, Batches at this point. Oh, really? Which is pretty intense. Like a lot of places you'll see where they have like a solid board of 10 or 15 beers if they get up to that many that stay as staples and then they'll have a couple of one-offs happening. We're a complete opposite. We have three staples and then two to three new beers happening every single week. So you kind of have to ebb and flow with uh with all the different styles and be on your game so that goes and translates over to the service industry I mean the service side of it front of house um or the bartenders have to be ready to have a new beer every single week and be able to talk about it and relate with customers about it and um and be genuine um while we also are a super high volume uh facility so we are usually packed to the gills on Saturdays um and that's intense when you have that many beers and worried about glassware and doing everything all the time
0: yeah yeah communication is a big deal (laughs) communication is a big deal talk about that i mean how do y'all that's that's a lot to pull off and particularly i mean if you're doing that many different beers there's a lot in flux especially if you know you're sticking with you know your quality uh control issues and if you don't like it it's dumping so there's a lot going on um talk about the communication here and how you keep that streamlined and flowing and
1: yeah. Uh, um, keep everybody
0: on the same page.
1: Well, I I used ScheduleFly previous to working here. Oh, so. I didn't
0: mean to bring up ScheduleFly. Well, no, that's for me, that's, that is a huge <laughs> okay. deal for us. I know. That I was trying not- to like, <laughs> no, I get that. But
1: for me, specifically from, from my team, because we kind of, even though we're all on the same team together, you know, we kind of run them into departments. So okay. Front of House is like one of those departments. And I put out, we put Schedule, ScheduleFly messages out twice a week and then we have meetings once a month and then we also do like other one-off things like last night when we did the bottle share or we'll have like a wellness Monday where we have uh, like a yoga class in the brewery for just the employees but then we all start making sure that we're all around each other that we're constantly in the communication to where it's something if it falls through the cracks we can usually pick it up really quick um, or we can prevent it from happening just because I mean, I think that I probably communicate more than someone want me to, but I'm um, a little bit of a perfectionist in that in that sense. Where, when we're ready to show up and and sling some beer and and have some fun, like I want to make sure we all have our tools, and uh, and a lot of that just comes from trying to find what everybody's communication uh, language, which works for them, is. Uh, but. I do use a lot of that message board. That's um, fine.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like
1: everybody's required to like dig the post. So I know that they read it. You know so that, that they read it. Yeah. So then I know that you're set up for success for your next shift. Um, but, you know, then also, of course, we have email and all that other um, and all that other stuff. But we do a last Monday meeting every month. And um, and that's where we go over the, the ups and downs. We get any feedback from the team, things that they think that we can improve and how we're always looking to raise it up to the next level all the time.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot going on. A lot to keep up with as a GM. You've got yeah. a thousand hats you're wearing. You were over here working on training when I came in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to get around the same page. So, well, you've got another location coming on. So, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Uh, yeah. So, we are opening up our second location over in Noda. I am um, super excited about it. It's a brand new building, which will be uh, cool because the original building that we're in right now uh, has lots of quirks. So, I'm going to I get to see what it's like to have a brand new one to work with. And I, and we're going to have a, an upstairs bar as well as a downstairs bar, um, twice the amount of patio space, and we are right on the light rail. So you literally drop off on the 36th um, exit, and you're at our the front you are. door. Nice. Yeah, nice. and then we we're right next to uh, Novel Noda. So it's an apartment complex. has a lot of retail on the bottom floor. So we're allow, we're, we're really excited to see some of our neighbors pop in there and what kind of community uh, is going to happen over in that little area and then how we can spread and, and be a part of everybody else that's in Noda. We're really excited to be around some of our friends over there too. So. When does that happen? Uh, right now we're looking at May.
0: May, okay. More or less, yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm I, I went over and I, I kind of am – being a stalker and I go because I live over there so I go and I just kind of like peek in the window and I want to see what's happening I did the walkthrough um a couple weeks ago and I'm I'm ready to start seeing some some bar stuff get in there right now it's still just like the floors and piping and all of that but I'm ready to see the bar layout and kind of get my hands dirty and start organizing nice yeah
0: Yeah. um tell me about um one thing I keep hearing I mean I hear it everywhere and I hear it certainly here in Charlotte is uh it's getting harder to find people for hospitality, good people.
1: It is. Um, it, it is. <laughs> yeah. I've,
0: Why do you think that is?
1: There's a lot of like, there's just a lot of different things. People, they go to a lot of folks, especially in Charlotte, it's, it's a lot of, it's primarily banking, right? So you yeah. have a lot of these professionals um that went to school and did all these things right and they probably had some kind of hospitality job while they were in college, but that was a little while back. And, you know, coming into it now, it's getting more and more um not complicated, but you know, when you have a lot of steps of service and you're committed to that quality, that's something if you haven't done it for a long time, it takes a little while to get that muscle memory. Um so for me, finding that and then finding team players like we have um, we have one of our core values is shared fate. We win together and we lose together. And finding people that, uh, that work out of humility and teachability and, um, and then also have the drive to continue to see what that looks like. Um, sometimes that's hard to find. Um, and we are also, we don't like to micromanage. We want you to be proactive. We want this to be, you know, a part of of what you love doing and a part of your community and, and want it to be part of your own. We don't want this just to be another pass through unless it's just, unless it's another step for you to be successful somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so for me, that that tend to be, tends to be hard sometimes because we do have a lot of intentional service standards that people don't see. but. That's what makes it look seamless and right. and we like to make it look like it's super easy and sometimes it's not <laughs> sometimes yeah it's not
0: what do you do about that i mean how, you know with with um how do you find those people
1: I mean, uh, is it getting
0: harder or
1: I mean, we, we definitely get a lot of resumes and people inquiring and all of that. Uh, what we do is called a working interview. Um, a lot of people have done that. Um, so we're, we've are we been reforming that a little bit in the last few months. But uh, basically, you have a three-day working interview. The first day, you come in, you do the walkthrough, you do a volume shift, we do a tasting with you. And then the second day, you do an open-to-close weekday shift, and then you do a volume um like busier shift uh, after that and then we do uh, a solo and then after that you do a detailed clean is what we call it Um, we're kind of a stickler here about making sure everything's clean all the time especially with beer and fermentation and all that can bring Um, so we kind of can see you either you either fit in or you don't and we try to make sure that like it's it's good for both sides so that's the other um, reason why is like some people have done the working interview and they've been two days in and they're like, I don't really think this is for me. We're like we totally get that totally yeah. understand it. That's why this is, you know, it's an open floor of communication and if you want to be here, we want you to be here and we want to give you the tools, but sometimes it just doesn't work and that's okay. That's doesn't, that's nothing towards that person. It's just yeah. different, different strokes for different folks. Are you,
0: <laughs> are you finding people through friends and acquaintances of staff or if through customers or,
1: yeah a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, you know we've had some customers turn into staff members. Uh, we've definitely we've hired friends of staff members, uh, and then we also you know we have a lot of uh, a lot of resumes coming in. so uh, you know it it just depends on the timing, honestly. I don't really have a, a high turnover. okay. At all, because uh,
0: you, you go through the good a good process of getting people that really fit. Well, in the that first place. and
1: we care about you as a person. You're not just here to like work hard and work too hard. I don't believe in overworking. I think that that is something that the restaurant industry and the service, you know, food and bev, sometimes they take advantage of people because of the low pay rate that you're getting hourly because you're making you're tip based, and then they want you to work four doubles in a row. And that burns you out. Yeah, like you're still a person. We still believe in and in wellness inside and outside of the building. Um, so making sure that, that there there's balance and that you're heard and that um, and that we do our best to make sure that like everybody's comfortable when we come in here. We don't like to do the drama or any of that stuff. So we we yeah. try to do our, our best to respect each other and make this a place that you want to be. I mean, you spend a lot of your time at work, in your shoes and in your bed. So I think that. Investing in all those things um, is really, really important. Make sure that you're able to keep going, and it's not something where you just hate getting up every day or going into work. Yeah, yeah. You want to enjoy it and have fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. And y'all, I mean, you clearly have a fun environment here. Right?
1: Yeah, it's it can be it, it can be really fun sometimes. We've got some really unique uh, personalities on our staff and that's one of my favorite things to see um you know I we don't have that much turnover but we have a little bit of flux that comes in and out like someone all uh one of our bartenders and her husband they decided to take a, a different career path and so we were happy to send them off and that's when like a, someone new will come in and they'll just have some quirky personality that melds with someone else and then you see them all dancing behind the bar and singing and having fun and you know slinging beer and making friends and I love that. And I love, you know, coming in and seeing some of our other uh, bartenders and managers and they know everyone in the room. And that's cool. Cause that's the whole idea. Like the community aspect of it. That's what I got into beer for. It was just cool. It was simple. It was cool. And you got to like bump shoulders with everyone. Yeah. You know, like yeah, everyone sure. can be interested in beer.
0: No, it, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a good culture. And I mean, it seems like a lot of the It seems like in the beer community, at least in a lot of places, there's, there's a lot of collaboration. There's, I mean, there's competition, but there's also a lot of working together with other breweries and things like that. Do you see that here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was really cool. Since I've been here from the beginning, like I was in this room that we were sitting in when half of the structure wasn't up. So, you know, we were really, really fresh and Seeing some of our neighboring breweries come and help us like move tanks and kind of like give us some oh, some advice nice. here and there like that feels good that's cool it feels inclusive as it should um there's definitely competition because we're making things right yeah. you know kind of like uh you know watching a chef show but letting it play out in beer which is kind watching of
0: watching a chef show and let it play out in yeah. beer. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean
1: yeah everybody's like yeah we're glad you're doing it be creative but I want to win you know what I mean like. But everybody's everybody's cool about it and they all want to see you know good things happen because it's all local business too. you know we're yeah. building each other up through the economy with local um, ingredients with local everything as much as possible and make sure that everybody's you know doing it together. And in that sense, it's always going to be community. yeah, which is you know we go in we run into the whole a B and Bev thing and then we have all these other different breweries and stuff coming in here.
0: There's a lot of them around here now. I mean right around like where we are. Yeah. Just, there's a there's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. What um, about it's kind of, sort of the going the same over Nodar. There's more mm-hmm. and more.
1: Yeah. I've all I when I first got into the the craft scene um, and I was really, really learning about it. I was like, this is, Charlotte's going to turn into the next Denver version of, of beer. I could, you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're just popping up everywhere. Yeah. And with the, you know, the amount that the city has grown and I mean, you see a new apartment complex on every corner every Constantly. day right now. <laughs> yeah. And there's usually a brewery right next to it.
0: For sure. So for sure.
1: yeah, you know, you can walk, you can bring your dog, you can hang out, you can bring your family. There's usually food nearby. It, it's approachable and you can. Just hang out and be yourself.
0: My dog wanted to come with me today. I probably should have brought him.
1: Oh, man. When I back a couple of years ago, I used to have my dog's cage in the office. So that was like super rad. I was like, I can go to work and bring my dog and I can hang out. (laughs) This is cool. Yeah. I'm really into this. No more? (laughs) Yeah. now Hmm. it's like because of like some health code laws. You can't have them inside the building, which is a bummer because we're all dog people here. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, like too much sometimes. So, it's, uh, it's a bummer that we can't have them in the building anymore, um, but we still get to see them walk around. <laughs> they still hang
0: out. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> they can be on the patio. Um,
0: uh, well, cool. Well, um, so, well, congratulations on all the success here. I mean, what a thanks. wonderful business to be a part of, and you've clearly uh, been an integral part of helping it grow and thrive and uh your your passion for what you do is very palpable so it's fun talking to you (laughs) inspiring speaking to you and i'm sure that the folks that work for you uh there's a i'm I'm not surprised you have low turnover um it's clear that you have a lot of authentic and genuine care for what you do and the people around you and that that really shows so
1: thanks i appreciate that absolutely people are what it's about at the end of the day
0: yeah for sure for sure (laughs) um anything else on your mind
1: no, uh, I I mean I I just am super thankful for the opportunity. They didn't know what they were getting when they got me, and I can sometimes be a big personality. With a name like Xena. it's not like I'm just quiet in the corner. Nah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, I'm just I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Dan and Josh are really great guys to work for, and I'm I'm really proud of everybody. I mean, it took it takes everything down from the guys that help us clean up the tables, um, you know, all the way to the guys in the in the brew house who really break their backs to make some really cool products. So yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to me. I mean, <laughs> this <is>
0: absolutely, cool. <laughs> no, this is fun. It's been it's been good. I appreciate it. Uh, well, we will uh, we'll catch up again soon. And thank you, and folks. That is uh that's a wrap. Have a good one.